Alright, hey everybody, we are actually in the eye wall of a, of a slightly stronger uh, Ada. It is uh, protected here by my truck so What's up, everybody? That's my favorite Thursday song. Because it mentions Thursday, I think. Trouble Waters. That was uh, a good memory back in the day. Our first beer was uh, a couple years back here in our great little neighboring city of Safety Harbor. Quaint little town. Kind of like Dunedin and Palm Harbor. Our rivals... Our competition. <laughs> hey, so what's cooking, everybody? This uh, hot Thursday morning. Hey, Eric, what's up? The Rays won last night. What's up, Jerry? Co, Wendy, good to see you guys. Susan, got a lot of people chiming in. We YouTubers are online watching. We're also streaming live on Twitter. Hunter, did you know that? Hunter. We showed uh, Louie yesterday, so today it's a, it's a dog a day. So today is, uh, we're going to start to show off with uh, Hunter. <laughs> All right, so hey, thanks for tuning in to Daily Brew. This is where uh, we chit-chat weather and uh, talk about the tropics. We stream in live on Facebook and also on YouTube and Twitter. Appreciate you tuning in to watch. We, uh, we go over all the possibilities, talk about what's coming, what could be coming, what's not coming. Um, but as always, we refer to the National Weather Service, now headed up by our good buddy, um, Ken Graham, 
and uh, the National Hurricane Center for official information. So there is a bazillion places to get uh, weather. We appreciate you um, coming here. Hey, Darlene, what's up, cousin? Yeah, right. Say, Hunter, thanks for watching. One day I'll be able to talk. <laughs> All right, so, hey, I just posted a picture in our little brew crew area. Uh, Tammy Kent, you know, uh, owners there at OSR, uh, they got hit with a big storm yesterday in Iowa and uh, uh, big, big hail damage. Uh, so, wow, I just missed the big storms out there. I was just there a week ago. Nancy from Port St. Joe. I love that little town. We were hanging out there during a, you had a, a music festival when we were there. Hung out by the old lighthouse. Uh, Bill, yep, I, I agree with you on that one. So, yeah, today's topic is going to be um, what the heck the GFS is drinking or thinking. <laughs> Has the GFS been to the uh, ABC Fine Wine Spirits a little too much? It, it's, it definitely started hitting it early this morning. It sobered up last night at the 18Z. Uh, I posted the 18Z last night from GFS. What? <laughs> and now it's back to its old shenanigans again. And yes, you're going to see that model run posted somewhere. Um, I, I have a feeling. So we're going to talk about that. Um, but uh, hey, good morning, Keisha. Appreciate that. I wish I could say hi to everybody, but um, it's hard. Um, what's up, Dana? What's up, Kathy? I saw my buddy Dale. What's up, Aspen? Adam? Tuesday? Danielle Fleming, North Carolina? Pam Rogers over on YouTube? Bill Lauderdale? Tabitha? What's up? Palm Beach? Chiming in? All right. So, love it. Thank you, everybody. All right. So, let's talk about the weather. I'm going to put you down, buddy. You're a little dog. He's so cute. I swear this little guy is just so, so sometimes he's so cute, other times he's like not so cute. Two years old almost. Can't believe it. Still only eight pounds. You're never gonna grow, little guy. You're like a little tropical storm. <laughs> You're never gonna be a hurricane. <laughs> Alright. Alright, so there you go. Puppies puppy of the day. Tomorrow we'll talk tomorrow we'll show Louie. Remember we got vacation next weekend next week so i'm not not 100 sure yet on monday now if the if the tropics don't come alive and everything fizzles out then we might not go live on monday because of traveling logistics um feel like temp i know i woke up this morning and uh, uh holy cow man it was check this out i reshared it um it was a hundred degree heat index this morning at five o'clock in the morning this is from grant gilmore here wtsp but look at this 520 in the morning it, it it was 90 clear water this feel like temps 90 that's because the dew point's so high uh it's already 89 degrees in oldsmar right now 9 30 uh 93 this was five in the morning so if you were up at five in the morning and you walked outside <clears throat> you were hit with a big wall of heat it was like boom what the heck what did i do to deserve this that was this morning at 520 and you know what we got even more heat coming. Kelly, the vortex map, are you talking about vorticity? Don't go camping. I know. That's why we went on a cruise, Terry. <laughs> uh, 
Leon, no, that's not going to happen. Holy moly. Somebody said Houston's going to get hit. Well, there was a model floating around that showed a Category 4 hurricane. Started. Now we have a GFS hitting Tampa as a Category 3 hurricane, which is probably 99.9999999% not going to happen. So we'll get into all that. Cheers. Cheers. So we got that big. So we'll talk tropics first, um, and then we will go right into um, general weather because it is going to be interesting next week with this big heat dome. And partly the reason we're going to talk tropics and why nothing might be coming up through the Gulf is because we're going to have this big high pressure heat dome uh, building in. And uh, yeah, so let's dive right into it. So here's what we got. A little bit of rain out there, by the way. This, this uh, frontal line. I talked about that a second ago. Let's go right into tropics real quick. I want to go right into tropics. So, I posted this map earlier. This is your ensemble map. I love my ensemble map. And don't let me forget um, Facebook memories today. Because I like doing that. So, here's your ensemble map. So, every morning I wake up looking at the ensemble map. And uh, these are great. Um, oh, Kelly, golly. Now I'm all messed up. Yellow, green, vorticity. Well, we'll look into that. Vorticity, usually on Tropical Tidbits, I'll show you 850 um, for sure. Jerry Coe says the Indians are protected Bradenton. Well, there is a, there is a, there is. I have that slide in my hurricane presentation. <laughs> um, uh, Jason, I don't, I don't control the weather, man. <laughs> 100 degrees of Charlotte next week. Yeah, we got records coming, man. We got record heat coming next week. Oh, my God. That's crazy. And that's just going to make the Gulf of Mexico even hotter. It's getting hot in here. All right, so here is your King Euro and not-so-King GFS. And these are, these are model runs looking out 10 days. In the Euro, almost nothing in the Gulf of Mexico. Zippo, 10 days from now. This would be all the way to the 19th of June. GFS, on the other hand, still sniffing possible storm in the Gulf. So you got to talk about it, but you got to look at all the models. And currently, all the models here on Tropical Tidbits, as I posted earlier, get back into the um posted all the runs so you can see them all these are on tropicaltidbits.com remember that commercial.com uh exact same uh icon doesn't go out that far almost almost went out that far this is 617 this is like a week from now eight days from now but as you can see the canadian model showing a very weak um line here you can see this general area pretty weak showing up on the euro pretty weak the gfs very strong so the the gfs has been the outlier forever here again the third storm this season i still don't think it did very good on the second storm with alex it was predicting a very sloppy wet system way south of florida People in Florida know that they got a lot of rain in South Florida. So GFS had to come up a little bit, and it got a little bit better organized. It definitely blew Invest 90 early in the season. That was the big, bad hurricane. It was supposed to hit the upper Gulf. Turned out to be nothing but an Invest. So 
don't get too worked up about it. But, you know, here we go. Canadian model, you know, high pressure system building in um, Euro. And both of these models slide the high pressure over the Gulf uh, into 18th and 19th and 20th. So, so far, most models are showing a, a big ridge of high pressure system, meaning anything that gets going likely will be uh, across in Central America um, and not really influencing the Gulf. So that's kind of where we're at again today. Uh, notice the icon has been doing really good. It, it's just keeping uh, things really strong here overall. So, you know, I'll show you the GFS. Not, not buying it yet. But man, it sure makes pretty colors. Let's let's show you what I'm talking about. Let's if, you know. Let's just say if you were wanting to see the worst case scenario model run from a week from now, this is the following weekend. Look, nine sixty three, skirting the Florida West Coast. This is what the GFS did the first uh, storm of the season. Remember. No other models doing this, so that's uh, an extreme outlier again. Um, last night's 00Z run, it had it go more into Texas again. 18Z last night completely. Th I shared this one because I, I believe this is that what we're looking at. 18Z last night showing very weak signature here going into the Bay of Campeche. Um, middle part of next week so here's the middle part of next week here's that moisture we keep showing right and this keeps on pushing into the bay with high pressure overhead and that's probably what we're going to see uh we'll, we'll keep an eye on it but that's it seems like that's what we're going to see now there is you know there's a chance pacific storm uh middle part early part of next week forming down here could move up a little bit again um we'll see about that not been a lot of confidence on that it is 60 percent this morning by the nhc for the pacific side um euro that's a 60 um you know <laughs> nothing uh, high pressure ruling the gulf of mexico and uh so yeah so don't fall into the gfs trap quite yet you know we do have some signs of pacific action middle part of next week um possibly getting going again um so we'll see about that one that one's actually going off to sea so the curve up the turn up is not very um favorable right now here's the middle part of next week here's that gulf juice this is the cmc uh sliding that gulf juice kind of into the bay of campeche remember the gfs was, or the cmc was showing development it's back now it's not so this, this seems like the most likely scenario that we're going to see. We're going to see Gulf Juice limited to the Bay of Campeche with most of the moisture across Central America and this big blocking high pressure system over next week that's going to prevent anything from happening because I'm on a cruise. <laughs> Patrick's got a keg. He's ready for the storm. Oh, I like that. You don't need a storm. Uh, weather in the Keys for the weekend, Matt. Uh, I don't think it's bad. I don't see anything really coming. Um, we're on Tropical Tidbits, by the way. We all know that that is one of our go-to sites. Um, you know, this front's going to fizzle. We got a little frontal line today.
going into tomorrow, but it doesn't look like it's going to make it down to the keys. So um, you're pretty good. There is a front. This is a, uh, let's talk, we'll just kind of blend everything. Now look at this tomorrow. Holy cow. What's going on tomorrow? Jeez. Got an odd little storm line there. So we got this Boeing. So our front is doing this right now. It's pushing down. So today we got storm chances along the upper Gulf. Um, but it looks like we're going to have some lingering stuff tomorrow. Wow, we'll have to take a look at that. But yeah, as far as uh, the keys this weekend, it doesn't look bad at all. I think most of everything stays panhandle. Uh, maybe a little bit of stuff in the isolated peninsula stuff. But um, nothing organized too much. Let's take a look at that weird setup for tomorrow. What is that all about? So our Boeing today, this is our Boeing. <laughs> Not jet. Just Random Boeing rains as our front comes down, and then tomorrow, oh, there's a little wave, a little low-pressure wave coming down tomorrow. You see that. So there's our low. So yeah, def definitely tomorrow we're going to have um, possible storms coming up into um, the upper Gulf. Interesting. So there you go, storms tomorrow. All right, back to hurricane stuff, then we'll talk about general weather here. Uh, this just posted, hey, there's a new uh, La Nina map that just came out. It looks like this was uh, June, ooh, October, November. Yeah, didn't lower. All right, so let's pull this one up. This is fresh. Fresh off the press. You got to love it. Good morning from Fort Pierce. Good morning, Mary. Go to your room, says Beggy. <laughs> What's up, Mike Soul? How's it going? Um, yeah, the keys look halfway decent, Matt. So that's good. What's up, John Ferguson? Good to see you, man. Morning, all. Thank you for the star, Margaret. All right, so here's this. This just came out. This is a little bit of hurricane news for the for the season. Um, you have uh, La Nina, highly likely now, even more likely to uh, remain all the way through peak season. This is um, August. September, October. These are your peak months right here. And likelihood of La Nina maintaining is very high. That's the cooler Pacific waters. And Pacific definitely showing signs of La Nina. So anytime we get La Nina, uh, we could have an increased um, activity in the hurricane season. So Joe Bastardi came out yesterday with some weather bell predictions and talking about anomalies and uh Bermuda highs and pressures and uh, monsoonal rains coming from Africa. And, you know, everybody, you know, CSU this week, by the way, I, don't, I didn't even share it, but CSU re, uh, releases seasonal uh, outlooks for hurricanes. And they just came out with a new one on June the 2nd. I, didn't, I kind of didn't even know. I forgot all about it, actually. Um, but they upped uh, their forecast for the season to one, one more hurricane. And uh, that's... Um, interesting so and it's all based on this um prediction here of la nina and uh let me see if i can find it over here um philip and let's see if that pulls up it does all right so let me pull him over here so here we go this is the head dude from the csu um and here is their updated forecast for hurricanes this is fresh haven't shared it yet. So they were at 19 named storms and nine hurricanes. So uh, they anticipate now um, 
a little bit more active than they did earlier. A little bit more storm days, a little bit more hurricane days. Uh, major hurricanes, they still predict five major hurricanes. So their forecast went up. Uh, this is, you know, and everybody trusts them. I know everybody laughs like, why did we got people in Colorado predicting hurricanes? <laughs> that's where Coors Light's at. No, uh, because that's where this, you know, the scientists hang out. You know, they... Uh, doesn't matter where they're at. They're still smart. Um, so anyway, new hurricane forecast came out this week and uh, they're predicting a little higher than average. So uh, Mike, so good question. There's no way to tell the duration. This is a three year um, run, which is kind of rare. Actually, usually it's two cycles. So three, three I've been reading is kind of rare. So it's three years of La Nina, so they're, you know, talking about it. Uh, I have used this, you know, graphic in the past, though, that, uh, in fact, let me pull it up. I got my presentation today. I'm pretty excited about it. I'm doing a big presentation down in uh, Clearwater tonight. So I've been working on my slides. I just got done with one in Iowa last week, actually, and uh, it went very well. So let me pull it up here. It pulls a lot of bandwidth, so I might be careful here. Oh, that's not the one I needed. Because um, I have some good announcements. Since we're talking about El Nino and La Nina and all that good stuff. Um, so let me pull up Google Slides and log in to my account. Click clock, click clock click clock and here we go all right let me find it now let me share it make sure it's the new one it is all right there's the new one so here we go drum roll please da -da 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 -da. anybody watch that college world series last night home run derby jeez all right so let's go to There's my new graphic. I like it. I did a nice one last week. I made a new Loop Eddy Loop Current uh, presentation. Um, all right, this is the graphic I wanted to show everybody. Drew Ferguson. Um, yeah, there's. You know what, Drew? I actually, I actually added another link to the page. By the way, let me pop over there real quick. So I did add. Show you loves when I add new links. But over here, I have right here. There's an El Nino page and an Enzo Info page now. Uh, this is actually from climate.gov. And it has a lot more info. People ask questions all the time. And uh, there's some really good updated info they just added. So I, sh I put the link on there. And, and what's interesting here is your uh, influences. And, it, and I don't share this enough. I'm going to start sharing it some more. Um, but when we have La Nina versus... El Nino, we have a more tornado risk, um, more hailstone risk. So it's it's really controls the U.S. weather. Um, so there's a lot a lot of great info on this page here. Um, and we're, of course, here's our current advice. We're in a La Nina advisory. So if you want to read more on that, there you go. But back to this graphic. So when you have El Nino, Bobby, what's up, Miss Bobby? How's it going? 
Um, when we in, when we're in this La Nina, not El Nino, La Nina, the Pacific's cooler, the Atlantic's warmer, and it kind of controls things a little bit more on the equator side. Uh, what's interesting, uh, 2004, red colors are above average temperatures in this section. So they basically have a region out here that they measure um, temperatures. There's a fancy word for it. I can't remember what it's called. Something three. I don't know. I do know, but I don't know. It's, it's like trying to remember your gate code or something. I had the most biggest brain fart the other day pulling into where we park our trailer. And it, I completely lost my, I had no clue. And I used to have it in my wallet. I was like, oh my God, I, my brain went blank. <laughs> Sign of old age 101. <laughs> um. But anyway, so when we had 2004, look at that. We were technically in La Nina. Or, uh, El Nino. Got to get them all screwed up. Kind of like watching a warning. <laughs> we were in El Nino, meaning we should have had a less activity season over here. But in 2004, we had a lot of storms. Obviously, that's when uh, Mike Sawyer Page was born. We had four storms in Florida. So it doesn't always, doesn't always pan out. Um, oh, man, I can't do that on that page. I just remembered um, every time I click my damn little clicker thingy, it goes away. All right, so we just do it that way. All right. So another, another interesting little tidbit is when we had Michael. Uh, obviously, Irma. Irma, interestingly enough, we were in La Nina. Now, that makes sense. Irma was a long track Cape Verde system that came across the Atlantic. And less shear in the Atlantic for sure helped Irma come across. Fast forward to the next year, Michael, we were kind of back in El Nino, meaning less hurricanes. But Michael was homegrown. Remember, it was like right here. Um and three days out was only a tropical storm. So wasn't really influenced by any of the typical trade winds and shear that we see here. It kind of was a homegrown system. We still had Michael uh, during El Nino. So it's not, not always everything, but you can also see uh, the last two years here, we've been solid La Nina. I keep looking because I know I'm going to mess it up. Uh, and now we're in our third year of La Nina. So 2020 was the most active season ever. Believe it or not, 2021 was the third most active season ever. And most people are like, huh? It was. Last year was the, the third most active season ever. Didn't make a lot of landfalls. You know, we had Ida. Yes. And, you know, uh, we went all the way through W last year, but um, you know, I shared a bunch yesterday that the, the latest, uh, Euro hot spots and, uh, definitely a little shift in the high pressure on the Euro showing possibly more into Eastern Gulf, Florida and West or in uh, East coast state. So the Euro kind of shifted uh, a little bit, um, it's thinking. I don't know. Did he share that or not? I think we did. 
Uh, oh, no, they didn't do it. Bummer. There was a really good um, hotspot map that they showed on the Euro. But I shared it already. Uh, you know, old news. <laughs> All right, so there's that. Um, yeah, so there you go. Michael was cat five. Eddie at last, yep. I thought Ida was going to be a five, but they haven't upgraded it. So it was still 150. P. Kimmel, Mike's Hurricane, huh? <laughs> Mother Nature will do what it wants. It does. Um, it does. Um, Robin, yeah, they did uh, They did make a last-minute... Um, not last minute, but after, when they do their post-storm analysis, they upgraded Michael. You know, the latest uh, NHC graphic, by the way, they, um, uh, it was this guy right here. I use my little spaghetti model graphic. Well, where is it? Let me go. So of all the, it was 10, Nine, not ten. I said nine yesterday. All right, so 150 mile an hour is technically still a four. Uh, there's been nine conal U.S. conal <laughs> conus continental U.S. Uh, nine land falling 150 mile an hour hurricane. That hit the states nine, one fifty plus. Um, of those, eight of those were tropical storms three days out. So, eight out of nine were only a tropical storm three days out. And uh, you know, look at look at where most of them are. Um, obviously, uh, other than Andrew, um, everyone here, Gulf. So peaking at the wrong time, you know, these systems last second ramping up. Um, and it, it, you know, it, that's, that's, that's what you got to work, worry about peaking at the wrong time. It's a pretty amazing stat that nine out of the 10, eight out of the nine 150 mile an hour storms were only a tropical storm three days out. So rapid intensification is definitely a real thing. Um, you know, water temperature is huge. Uh, water temperatures next week are going to get really hot. Let's take a look at a couple maps for next week. We got, so back to the modeling, you know, uh, you know, the Canadian model, uh, it's been kind of consistent with middle week. So, you know, generally speaking, middle week, we're going to have some juice right here. Middle, middle week next week. Uh, does that juice go there or does it go into the bay? You know, anywhere here is possible. That, and I keep mentioning the tip of Texas. You know, you can get some spinoffs, maybe some storms up that way. But, man, it just does not seem at this point that we're going to see anything up that way because of the blocking high pressure. And the dust. We'll show the dust map here next. The dust map is always fun to look at. But, you know, through the, through the model runs, I think the Canadians done so good the last few years. Very consistent model. Uh, there you can just follow the juice. This is uh, into next week. Kind of just, you know, keeps everything trucking along west. 
that was yesterday's run yesterday overnight run um a little farther than north you know but the trend now is a little farther to the south but even yesterday it was kind of teasing this tropical juice in the bay maybe touching southern texas so been very consistent then uh two days ago kind of doing the same thing so you know middle of next week we do have you know a little system to watch it could turn up into mexico that's been on the radar nothing too strong showing here but We'll wait to see if it actually develops first. Um, and then that's it. I mean, the Euro has been showing nothing. So, anyway. Let's look at uh, dust map real quick. Um, and then we're going to look at tomorrow's storms. Because that's really, really interesting tomorrow. See, tomorrow, we got this bowing of storms coming through tomorrow. Uh, some of them could reach South Florida, it looks like, too. Um, this is tomorrow afternoon, but this is the area that the SPC is highlighting tomorrow. Looks like we got a little high pressure set up over Florida, enabling these Gulf winds and juicy enter um, upper Gulf tomorrow, wrapping around this little high pressure system area. So we'll keep an eye on that for tomorrow. But let's take a look at the dust. I like dust. Dustbuster. I was going to post a picture of a dustbuster. See if anybody got it. Alright, so let's go to Southwest Atlantic. That does not include. Um, let's see what we can do. Well, we can go Caribbean. So let's go Caribbean. There we go. Dust. Alright, so here's our current dust map. This would be the ninth. This is right now. Okay. This is the amount of dust in the air. It comes all the way from Africa. It's so fascinating. Um, we had people posting from Jamaica yesterday that it was extremely, um, dusty there yesterday. It's moving off a little bit, uh, still hazy, still going, you know, but the second one, oh my gosh. So if you call, you know, if you thought that was dusty, wait till this comes at you. This is currently over the, the uh, islands here approaching the Caribbean. Another big dust plume currently. So a big old heavy atmosphere full of dust. Now. It does help uh, choke off developing tropical systems. Doesn't necessarily mean you're going to have lack of storms at all. Uh, it just helps organization on storms. Like yesterday, I don't know if you noticed yesterday, man, we had some pretty intense thunderstorms in Florida. They rise so fast. And that's because we're still on that MJO uh, pulse, that enhanced MJO uh, oscillation is still over top of us. So st storms are still going to rise and we're still going to have thunderstorms and they're going to be pretty strong. But as far as uh, organized systems go, this these dust really helps uh, get ingested into the middle atmosphere and uh, preventing any type of a large scale circulation. Um, but this is what's going to happen. This is through uh, today, tomorrow there's that big old dust plume so there you go there's our secondary one tomorrow into uh saturday here so there's our dust getting into the weekend uh and look what happens the 12th it just can look at continue look at another big plume coming in this is next the 13th this is four days from now uh and this whole time frame that you know gfs has been sniffing a bit bad big bad hurricane um you know we've had dust this is the 16th this is next Thursday. So, you know, a lot of dust in the uh, Gulf of Mexico. So, uh, you know, it's happened before, but usually 
when you see that much dust in the skies, uh, it indicates a couple things. One, it's going to be hot and hazy. And two, it means that um, we could have suppressed um, tropical development. So that's good. All right. So OSR daily, yep, that's one of our um, one of our great supporters. We love what they do. They're a um, um, on the on the on the, on the ground right after storms, and um, they have an amazing team that um, gets life back to normal. So read all about what they do here. At one source restoration. Uh, damage assessors, linemen, wire down watchers, logistics support, and other storm restoration services. So these are the people you want around when we have a storm because they are going to get you back online and back to normal ASAP. But yeah, it was a great trip. I got to meet meet so many wonderful people involved with that company. And uh, and as we've learned over the year, linemen and line wives and I don't know what, you, what, what, what do they call you all? Line wives. <laughs> line lineman wise i don't know but uh it, it it's blown it, it's just been fascinating to learn uh so much about the storm industry through this site and uh linemen i had no idea uh they're like an american hero i mean maybe they're above, maybe they're above an american hero may, may i have a feeling linemen are like above superman if you had to uh, place where linemen are, uh, they I think I think they might be more more popular than Superman. <laughs> oh, let's see. Um, what else we got in the weather world? Oh man, this is my Twitter feed, so we got all kinds. Of, here's temperature reports coming. Uh, let's talk about that. Uh, there's a dust map coming in. They're talking about it here. AccuWeather. Uh, Boston getting some storms right now. Oh man, Drew Garabo rang the bell yesterday. Good for you, Drew. Hope to see you back on air soon, man. We'll talk some tropical juice. <laughs> All right, let's talk about the heat. All right, so I talked about the MJO. So next week, uh, Oh, let's talk about the vorticity. It was a good question somebody had. All right, so here's your MJO uh, forecast. Still uh, green, meaning enhanced. So all the way through the end of June here, we're going to have a little bit more possibility for convection in the Caribbean. So um, not Nanu Nanu today. That is, uh, what is that? That's <laughs> a stoplight. Today's the stoplight. So anyway, so this MJO definitely help convection uh, storms pop, especially you see it in Florida, man. It, you know, just convection uh, comes out of nowhere. Let's look at some future radar real quick, and then I want to look at uh, we'll look at the heat coming next week. And I got to post the La Nina map, but um, let's take a look at the forty-eight hour forecast um, just for fun to see what everybody's going to get, and uh, we can take a look at that. So throughout the day today, so this is this is me draw what's happening. 
So we have this approaching front. We already got juice out here in the Gulf, and it's going to be building in. So we're actually going to get some storms here across Florida, uh, may maybe some stronger storms across the upper Gulf all the way to the Carolinas today as this daytime heating um, rolls in. But here you go. Here's the storms today. There they start to brew through the state of Florida. They're going to be coming in from the north, northwest. There's another little line right there starting to develop all the way from New Orleans. This is this afternoon. There's that faint line. It's going to be uh, a storm line. We'll see how strong they get. But, you know, with daytime heating, they can really get popping. Uh, you know, there's Carolinas later tonight. So you basically see that line of storms. Um, and then tomorrow... Look at this. Oh, there's that moisture coming in. That's the secondary line. So, oh, man, look at that moisture tomorrow down floor. So here's that bow. Wow. That, that's what they're showing tomorrow. Oh, yeah. So I kind of blew that one. I remember I was talking about that yesterday. So there's a secondary surge of moisture tomorrow. Um, I think what caught me off guard was that odd-looking. Usually you don't see the SPC map that direction. Usually a frontal line comes in and you see it like that. Um but anyway, storms tomorrow. So check this out. And that, that's, you know, we can have some pretty strong straight line winds tomorrow. Duratio. Not quite, but hey, you never know. Look at that. Big chance for storms. This is uh, 2 o'clock tomorrow, Friday. Look at that line. So yes, for sure, tomorrow. This will be something to watch um, as it comes through towards the upper Gulf tomorrow. And look, it actually makes it down to the Gulf tomorrow evening. So if you got tomorrow evening plans along the upper Gulf, Friday night, um, and, then, and then everything else is just scattered, you know. It's so dang hot out there. It doesn't take much for thunderstorms to get popping. So this time of year, it's just kind of any time, any place in Florida. But that that is a pretty good little system coming down tomorrow. I'm going to have to highlight that. You can see that coming down. And, and like I said, the Storm Prediction Center is showing that. Uh, tomorrow also um, so that's kind of new that just popped up so and a little bit of tornado threat mainly wind threat obviously straight line winds and like I said it's kind of odd you don't you never really see you see the same angle that way not this way fins to the left fins to the right oh Bobby man you know you would think you would think eventually uh, the GFS would be right, but man, I don't see what it's seeing, you know, um, let's go back and so whoever's asking about vorticity for sure. Let's take a look at that. I think Levi's got the best vorticity maps. So you go to 850, that generally speaking, it's your lower level winds, but what, you know, you got to pay attention to the, the barbs more than anything. Uh, so let's go to middle next week and you can just, oh, that's a GFS. We don't want to show that. That's a scary model. Um, but generally speaking, middle of next week here, you can you can you can see distinct couple little lines here of wind direction changes. So in general, when you get this CAG set up, you you get a general low pressure flow here around and it's a big Central American gyre, a lot of rains. Sometimes you can get little pieces break off and uh, you know, so far it's showing up on the Pacific side. You can see the storm develop here. Uh, later next week um, you know we had a little sign of maybe a little low here this is midweek we've always had a little bit of here and a little bit of here but you know this one gets crashed into uh, the Yucatan and crosses Mexico a lot of mountains over there 
You can see a little piece trying to break off into the bay here uh, middle of next week, but it keeps on trucking west. But the thing to also look at here on this map is the high pressure um, building in, and typically weak systems go west this time of year because we have a strong high pressure system, and that's kind of what looks like it's going to happen. You know, um, uh, upper level winds, you know, showing that this is your highs. Um, usually, you you would see a break, a frontal line break. Uh, this is high ridge dome of high pressure system on Wednesday, Thursday and the Euro, you know, always seems like it reads upper air level patterns better than, than everybody. Uh, it might not always, might not always predict a storm, but you can still use the Euro to, to look at high pressure. And, um, it's been very consistent with this big high pressure mid midweek here. And that pretty much prevents anything from going up into it from what I've seen over the years. So, that's what I'm sticking to. Uh, and, they, and the Canadians kind of got the same setup. This is next Thursday. Here's next Thursday. Big high pressure. This is what's creating all the heat next week. High pressure. Um, there's their little low, maybe Thursday, uh, drifting, you know. So that's that's the setup. And to the, you know, to that, to, to the one, I think it was a lady, I can't remember now, uh, wanting to know vorticity. You can really see it great here. This is um, setting up into the middle part of the week. You see a little spin here. You kind of see a big broad spin. This is these barbs are great because this this kind of sets up exactly what the Central American gyre is. And this is again on tropical tidbits, but you could just follow the wind barbs and they all rotate around this big general low pressure area. So sometimes these take a long time to develop too. And if if you got high pressure and you got dust um, doesn't look like it's gonna happen so like Bobby says could be wrong I'd be the first to admit it people always say what do you think I think tropical juice in the Bay of Campeche and uh, maybe a few showers into South Texas from it middle to the end of next week um, I think the GFS is wrong but I'll keep an eye on it. Jonathan said, oh man, I hope that's not my appointment. No. Oh gosh. 10.07. Let me see if that's him. I got a gutter guy coming. Nope. That's a U-Haul truck. Somebody's moving out. <laughs> so I'm going to try the gutter guard on my pool. Um, just one gutter because we get so much pollen and so many leaves that I have to go up there. I don't like going on the roof, especially with flip-flops. <laughs> There's no traction. Ooh. But I'm constantly cleaning out my gutters because it creates dams, which creates backflow into the top of the roof, which ends up dripping in the seams and gets things wet that I don't want wet. So we're going to try them gutter, gutter guard thingies. <laughs> no more on the roof. That's for sure. So, so anyway, uh, you know, listen, Florida Peninsula rains are going to be on, on the up and up the next, uh, several days. Um, God, I got so many cool maps. I forget about another cool map. Let's see if I can find it. 
It's a uh, precipitation map. Oh, man. Where the heck is it? I don't know if this is it, this is it or not. Yeah, it's kind of cool. All right, so let's go southeast. This is basically your, well, this is a blend of precipitation. I, I guess it's the same thing. Um, just showing you a blend of all models. But you can see that frontal line through, this is through um, next several days, actually. This is through Sunday. So you can see the highest concentration of rain is always South Florida. There's our frontal line. That's really cool to see. That's that big surge coming down tomorrow. Um, there's a, there was a, uh, maybe this is the one I'm thinking of. Yes, I like this one. I love it. I don't know if it does. Oh, yeah, it does it. Oh, ooh, ooh. I like this one. This is my favorite. Look what's going on in north northwest. Holy cow, what's going on up there? Getting a ton of rain up here. Look at this, northeast. Look at that. A little low pressure spinning on its way out of here. Heavy rain uh, for the northeast right now. And you can see that on that map I was just playing with. Um, now I lost it. Where did it go? There she is. All right, so, so southeast. This is your rain percentage map. <clears throat> um this one is through the next 12 hours kind of neat right i like it kind of tells you the hot spots to watch for rain uh these are percentage values so 71 80 percent that's kind of what you kind of use to forecast a little bit you know a little bit less rain on the west coast um 24 hours from now this is uh friday rains And then our weekend rains pick up a little bit. Obviously through Florida, we got another line of rains coming down. This kind of includes Friday still. This whole area right here is that surge that we're looking at. So today's rains, this is all that initial frontal boundary. And then we go to here. This is that surge that I just showed coming down that we're gonna have to watch for later tomorrow. Oh, here's Saturday rains. Eh, not too bad, you know. So, Sunday rains. Sunday a little more than Saturday. Probably not a very good map. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, that's cool. What else we got to talk about? Morning, Isaac. What's up? Amanda, they were pretty colors. Wendy, where did that map come from? I don't even know. <laughs> Mary, I'm bringing extra flip-flops. I just ordered some um, uh, water shoes because we're swimming, swimming, we're swimming with the pigs. <laughs> uh, Levi, relative humidity map. Yeah, let's take a look at that. Sorry, uh, Jonathan, I meant to show you that one. It's um, good to look at sometimes. You can learn a lot from that model map too. So let's uh, pull it up. Oh, uh, let's see there. He is 700 millibar. All right. So good idea. That would be a great image. Well, see, there's a GFS obviously, which defies all physics and just makes its own <laughs> path. Um, and see, generally, all right, so let's, you know, then we'll look at Euro. 
Um, there's your, I mean, that, that is just totally, let me, let me rewind it here a little bit to this whole Western Atlantic. So here's middle week. So, you know, you're right, man. This is always a good map to use. I kind of forgot about it actually. Um, there is a little moisture surge, you know, but as far as the timing goes, you know, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, next week, there's a lot of dry air. This brown is dry air, uh, and relative humidity. Uh, usually your middle parts of the atmosphere, middle, you'll read a lot of National Weather Service discussions and uh, partly, this is the dust coming, uh, dry, dusty, middle atmosphere air really uh, takes away the fuel that hurricanes need to, to maintain and develop. So when you start to lose the moisture, storms lose their pop and um, dry up. So. It's always a good map to see the relative uh, humidity, moisture in the air, um, just to get a sense of what's happening. But there is a little surge, you know, this secondary surge. You got to remember now, I mean, the GFS, <laughs> if, you, if you always share the GFS, you, it's going to be right eventually. But now we go into the later part of next week, there is a little more moisture, you know, popping up. Um, but it's not showing any sort of development, just a little bit more lowering pressures. That doesn't mean anything as far as development it just means uh, more moisture in the air uh, we can look at some ensemble maps um i can't wait to read the comments i saw a few people posting um um posting the gfs Kerry Adams almost went, but swam with the dolphins instead. That's probably just as fun. Sarah doesn't like it. We, we keep talking about it to Sarah, and she's like, that's weird. <laughs> she's like, Sarah, we're going to go swim with the pigs. That's weird. Like, yeah, it is kind of weird, actually. <laughs> All right, so we're going to look at ensembles real quick. Uh, let me close some windows here. Um uh, I'll tell you another, another good source of ensembles here is on Levi's site. If you just keep it on the low, low pressure and don't do all the dots, I mean, you know, th this can be deceiving. Like, um, here's the Canadian ensembles for next week. So, uh, you know, there's a couple members. It looks kind of scary. But, again, that's only a couple of them showing development. Um, what, what I look at a lot of times, too, is... Um, overall moisture uh, anomalies low pressure anomalies and you know if you if you get a high when, once you get out when you get a lot of the ensembles on board and you'll start to see more more um, you know pinpointed spots to watch but you know we're not seeing that I mean euro especially um, GFS even the GFS, even though it's showing that bad, big, bad hurricane, uh, isn't really showing strong ensemble support, which means it's more of an outlier run. So e even the GFS uh, anomaly map <laughs> through next Friday isn't, isn't really showing much. I mean, it's kind of showing lowering pressures, but uh, not a lot of uh, ensemble support. So, pretty though, right?
pretty colors. <laughs> I love the colors. All right, so let's look at these little guys again, and we'll start cutting it short. I got to work on my little presentation today. Got I got to find out where that's at. I don't even know. Tropical Atlantic, all of Mexico. Let's go. Boom. All right. So your Euro Ensemble list here, which um, seven days from now, next week, this time, next week, nothing. Nothing pulling up into the golf on the Euro. 51 members of the Euro, not one model pulls up. Not one. Go out 10 days. Eh, you're starting to see a couple. Past 10 days, oh boy, I don't really go that far. But, but so, you know, 10 days from now, which would put us at the 19th of June, not one euro. There's one. Okay, there's one. One out of 51. The one oddball. The rebel. Uh, even going out to 15 days. So the euro just ain't buying it. But if you wanna, if you wanna look at all possibilities, we we gotta include our good buddy the GFS. That it, it's had a bazillion um, upgrades through the years. And. And seven days from now, you know, this time next week, kind of showing that BOC scenario. But once you get to 10 days, there's that secondary pull of another system. And this is what the GFS has been really uh, showing. Anywhere from Texas to Florida. <laughs> so I'm going to put out a, I'm going to put out, I'm going to put out a graphic that's, that shows Texas to Florida. Prepare. But we've seen a GFS this year be wrong a lot. So just watching casually. Casually looking at. Um, hey, somebody's asked a good question. When do I become interested in weather? You know, I don't even know, to tell you the truth. Um, here's current radar. We'll just leave the radar on here. Um, Axis fixing the rain here. Fixing with a F-I-X-I-N. <laughs> it's fixing the rain here just off my coast. Uh, rain's coming down. Uh, remember, tomorrow we got some big storms coming down tomorrow. I'm going to have to showcase that. You know, I don't know if people really pay pay attention sometimes. Oh, God, here comes a yawn. Excuse me. Um, so weather, you know, I... I, I Growing up in Florida, uh, the tropical update with Jim Cantori, I used to be addicted to the cone of uncertainty. And uh, I think it all started back with Hurricane Elena. You know, Elena sat off our coast. I was like 85 or 6 or something. I don't even remember. Let me look it up. I need to learn these things. So today is an educational class. First, I had to learn how to spell Elena. <laughs> I've learned to do all my... Oh, 85. All my Googles over here because one time something popped up I wasn't supposed to show. I don't know. It wasn't nudity, but uh, here you go. Here's Hurricane Elena, and it sat right off the coast. And it just sat there a couple of days. It was um, right there. And I remember we had family in town, and we actually had flooding in Tampa Bay, and that's because of the flow. You know, we talk about that flow all the time, counterclockwise flow. It actually pumped water. It was well, well, our north off Big Bend area, right? Almost, and uh, 
we actually had some flooding in Tampa Bay because of the on constant, you know, surge of moisture. But uh, that interested me, and uh, you know, just uh, became addicted to the hurricane season. I'm chopping update every ten. Weather Channel was after ten o'clock or after ten and fifty, right? And I just I, I I would never miss it. I'm like, oh, I'd get excited. I'm like, oh man, we got trouble update coming in, uh, you know, ten minutes, you know. And I would, uh, I'd, I'd look forward to that. I'm like, oh, the next trouble update, you know. And uh, I, I don't know what it was. I guess it was that excitement, you know, being a kid, the wind, the, I don't know weather, just something about it. And then fast forward to uh, 2004, and uh, we had all these hurricanes coming to Florida. And I remember Charlie. Um, couldn't find any information on it anywhere on the internet and that's when I put the page together because I I wanted to have a uh, a page to share with friends and family and mainly for myself because I wanted a go-to spot so I didn't have to look around all the time for for graphics you know uh, I wanted it to be easy to go find graphics because I couldn't find them I'd, it, I'd spend so much time trying to remember where to go get spaghetti models and radar etc so i uh, made the page in the first couple of years it wasn't even a domain name it was just some um, uh directory link to another site that i had so it, you know it just slowly evolved and uh yeah here we are 2022 <laughs> so bobby you started your page in 04 too that's very interesting um but yeah i just love the weather channel who was a bob hope was that his name bob hope i think Right, and I used to love that one guy Schwartz. What was his name? Steve Schwartz or Andy Schwartz? I can't remember. But his last name was Schwartz, right? Bobby knows. She'll tell me. Um, that was uh, good times growing up, watching for sure. So, so yeah. So how do you all get into weather? <laughs> Kid Rock, are you the most luckiest person? Are you telling me Kid Rock's in town? I didn't know that, Kitrin. Are you, you now? You're my hero. I can't. We got softball. Softball is probably more excited. Um. God, did you see his segment on the news? Uh, I love watching his uh, Redneck Paradise and uh, his thing. What's up, Dale? Good to see you, buddy. Day Schwartz, there you go. I was shocked when he passed, too, by the way. I didn't know he had health issues. John Hope, he was very, very stable guy. I remember. Man, it was just, it was just, I don't know, man. Growing up, I just got excited, you know. Anytime we had a storm, I, I can, I can honestly say I wanted them to come. I, you know, I mean, and you don't, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Everybody. Everybody has a little bit of excitement in them when they see a spaghetti line coming close to their house. It's like your your heart rate picks up and you're like, oh my God. You don't know if it's excitement, if it's fear, if it's the what what if, the unknown. Um, you don't know. The older you get, you, you almost, it's more uh, pissed off. <laughs> Hebert box, that's another thing. Oh my goodness. He, I think it's the Hebert box. I don't think there's an H. It's Ebear. Ebear. Ebear box. I still don't know the correct way to pronounce the Bay of Campeche or the Cape Verde Islands. I think it's Cape Verde. I, I don't know. 
Uh, I can show local weather, but where do you live? <laughs> I need to know where you live. Aye, aye, aye. All right, well, let's see last-minute Twitter news, anything going on in the weather world. Probably not. A lot of chatter about an active hurricane season, and I get it. But let me tell you, last season after Ida, it was like, it was on like Donkey Kong. Everything was lining up for um, everything was lining up for an amazingly busy hurricane season. Um, and guess what? Everything just kind of stopped after Ida. Now I know we had storms, but. The science predicted, oh my gosh, we're going to have the most active October and uh, November season ever, right? And, it, and things just stopped. So um, sometimes, you know, things don't do what they're supposed to do, you know? Uh, first storm of the year, Andrew, 1992. Think about it. End of August. First storm of the year. Ramped up to a Category 5 out of nowhere. So, Com Peach A, Shannon? Is there, so, so it's Com. Bay of Cam. I, so I always said Cam. So it's Com. I can do that. Com Peach A. Is it A? Com Peach E. Calm peach. So as long as I get the calm right, I sound halfway intelligent, right? I just I just want to make sure we can say, still say peach because I love Georgia peaches. Oh, I told Shelly I wanted to start a new thing. So we're going to look at uh, Facebook memories. I, I don't, I'm not going to do this until the show. It's my little excitement. Um, so let's take a look at Facebook memories. On Mike's weather page. I want to see what we were talking about. So there's rain. We talked about rain. There was a little storm brewing last year. We were talking about tropical juice. Look at kind of the same thing. Look, almost exactly the same thing. Uh, <laughs> um, so, you know, last year we were looking at a little system pulling north. I think we had a crossover last year about this time. Two years ago, there was a picture of my dog with his brother, baby brother. Oh, my God. Two years ago, Hurricane Louie and Hunter. Hunter was like that big. Look at him. Oh, my God. That was two years ago. A non-weather post. Two years ago, we started talking about the dogs. Um, hot tub weather. I was in the hot tub talking weather. It's kind of weird. <laughs> Three years ago, hey, we had a drunk donkey fan share. Softball update. Imagine that three years ago. Uh, let's see any of these stores. Um, homegrown could be the story of the season. That was in 18. We talked about that. Um, so if you notice the theme, most everything we're talking about this time of year last uh, on, on this date has been brewing out of the BOC. Calm Peach. Hey. Look at this. It's, oh my god, this is so this is so 
This is four years ago today. Look at this. Four years ago today, 18, 2018. All I got to do is share this right here. This, this is today's forecast four years ago. Watching a spot midweek next week. Midweek next week. Four years ago today. I didn't make this up. Euro says no. GFS says yes. If it stays west, no chance. Pulls north, some chance. I have not changed. <laughs> Four years ago. Look at that Dallas thunderstorm five years ago. Um, there's my little Emily. I love hurricane season. Let's see, six years ago, a little bit of tropical juice coming up. Seven years ago, energy from Pacific storm might pull up. Oh, seven years ago. There's the old tropical uh, graphic from the NHC. Remember that one? Here's seven years ago, talking about 94E possibly pulling up, tropical tidbits. Eight years ago, there's a picture from the getaway. Here is eight years ago, looking at the subtropical jet. Just showing you the wind shear across the region. <laughs> Eight years ago. <laughs> Deja vu again. GFS, last couple of runs, has a Yucatan low forming next week. That area will be placed to watch. Models have it pretty much covering the whole Gulf Coast. Euro is not picking up on it. <laughs> so... <laughs> Four years ago, exactly the same thing. Eight years ago today, we're saying the exact same thing. So does weather repeat itself? Four years ago and eight years ago, exactly the same forecast. This was eight years ago. <laughs> 2014. We're almost the exact same scenario. Monday, June 16th, right here. Almost the exact same spot we're watching. Nine years ago, wow, that was my hometown. Look at that. Look at how high the water was. Look how high the water is, mama. That's looking at the bay, I think. I don't know where that picture was taken. Um, Ten years ago, eleven years ago. There you go. How about that? Fun. I like ending the Daily Brew with memories. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. All right. Good times. All right. So we'll be live tomorrow talking. Nothing to worry about right now. Um, the uh, ah, Marie says it's Cam now. Damn it. I don't know how to pronounce it. Let's see. How, I'm gonna do how to. All right. Here we go. There's actually came up on Google. Here we go. Let's see. Ready? I'm going to turn up the volume. Ready? Watch. It's raining here. I hear rain. Is it raining? I hear rain. Uh-oh. What did I have planned today? Anything outside? I can't remember. It's raining. Let's confirm. I don't have to get out of my seat. Drum roll. Radar scope. Is it raining in Oldsmar? Here we go. Dump, da, da, da. I'm in Mobile, Alabama. I'm going to have to relocate to Tampa. <laughs> uh, there we are. All right. Dump, da, da, da. Oh. 
It is that little dot. Look, look. I got the little green dot. It's it's green dot time. But seriously, this stuff is brewing juice, uh, and it's going to be working its way through the state today. So a lot lot more juice out here in the Gulf. Not too sure we got. Well, there is some lightning with it. All right, so how do you play this? I don't even know. Uh, oh, here it comes. Ready? Oh, 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 oh. Right, 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 right. Here we go. Drum roll. Drum roll. Bay of Campeche. Bay of Campeche. Campeche. Bay of Campeche. So I can't say the word peach. Bay of Campeche. 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 Bay of Campeche. Everybody say it together. Campeche. Bay of Campeche. Bay of Campeche. Bay of Campeche. Bay of Campeche. <laughs> All right, we learned something new. How about that? It, the day is complete. We've learned something new. All right, so I'm gonna read a few more comp. I know I'm gonna forget about it. Gutter guards. He told me eleven. Oh crap! Will they work in the rain? <laughs> oh man, uh, again, but there's no peach. It's peach, Bobby. See, I see peach. I think of peaches. It's peach. Can peach. It's C A M peach, like P A C H peach. Come here, buddy. What do you want? You want to say goodbye? Come here. Come here. Come here, little guy. He's like, nah! <laughs> All right, there's my boy. Like a pig. <laughs> All right, so here, we'll close everything out with what we got, where, where to go to find Mike. So, uh, try to do some shout-outs here at the end of the shows. Uh, big thanks to Satmoto here. Uh, they are hooking us up with satellite phones when we go storm chasing an amazing thing we need bad <laughs> so any businesses that need any uh, complete satellite phones internet that kind of stuff give them a call they're uh based out of tampa here 813 is their local number but um na nationwide so great if you need some sort of communication out there in the world uh i've been updating uh, at the end of the show here, we got a podcast. You can go in there and download um, the audio. Uh, you can find us on TikTok. You can find us on YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, and as always, we appreciate all the all support. So we'll see everybody tomorrow. And um, I'm going to showcase this storm coming down tomorrow. Um that's probably it for now. So, all right. Be good, everybody. We'll see you. Bye. Thanks.